I think the best entrepreneurs are those who are very tied to the problem that they're solving and steeped in the problem. And so as we're looking for solutions for financial inclusion and opportunities to better serve communities of color, low and moderate income populations, you know, people who come from those communities are the best equipped to build solutions to serve those, those populations. pleased today to be here with Elizabeth McCluskey. She is the director of the Discovery Fund for CMFG Ventures, which is a CVC for CUNA Mutual. Welcome, Elizabeth. Thanks, Joshua. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, great. Well, uh, we're definitely excited to have you on and learn more about uh, what you're doing. And in particular, I think, given the current focus on ESG and uh, DEI issues, et cetera, you know, what you're doing is certainly uh, right on point and will be of interest to folks. So maybe you could tell us a, a bit about your background and how that led to what you're doing today. Sure. So I have spent my career in financial services. Um, I started in investment banking and then spent several years in wealth management before going back to business school to try to figure out how to integrate impact into my career and how to use the tools of capitalism and financial markets to sort of achieve positive social good in the world. Um, and so while I was in business school, learned about the concept of impact investing, which really, you know, a lot of people have different definitions, but sort of at its core is investing with intentionality, both for financial and social returns. And so that was really compelling to me to try to achieve that dual mission of not just financial returns, but some sort of social impact as well. And then the opportunity came up to lead the CMFG Ventures Discovery Fund, which really aligned with my interests, both on the you know, opportunity to invest in financial inclusion, as well as who the investor, sorry, who the entrepreneurs that we're investing in are. So the Discovery Fund was created to level the playing field for underrepresented founders in the fintech space. So we are investing in people of color, women, and LGBTQ entrepreneurs who have historically received an incredibly small portion of venture capital funding relative to their sort of demographic representation within the population. And so CUNA Mutual Group as part of its overall mission and commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion, wanted to play their part in trying to reduce that funding gap. And so in terms of, you know, not just the broad investment thesis of the fund, but specific investment theses you may have as to, you know, opportunities to invest in, in certain sectors of fintech or, or insurtech, how, how might um, an impact investing thesis compare to an investment thesis in a more traditional fund that that might be just you know investing for returns i think the first point to make is that impact is an additional part of our thesis but it doesn't preclude us from investing in good investments you know that that make strong financial returns and there's there's plenty of compelling reasons why traditional investors are investing in the same companies that we're investing in um, so just like anyone might have, you know, a geographic focus or a specific sector within fintech that we're focusing on, impact is just sort of our additional lens that we're looking through. Um, but in terms of the themes that are most compelling to us that we think have the potential to deliver both financial returns and impact, 
we're looking at solutions for liquidity management. So tools that are helping people manage their cash flow, their budgeting needs, and um, sort of innovative uh, takes on checking and savings accounts. We're looking at credit access. So tools that can help people build their credit or offer alternative forms of credit. Um, and then in particular, affordable forms of student loans, mortgages, auto loans, or personal loans. And there's definitely the potential to incorporate insurance products into that as well. And then wealth building, you know, kind of after we've taken care of people's immediate day-to-day cash flow needs and their access to credit, then we really want to help people move up the economic ladder. So it's important to also focus on wealth building solutions as well. And then, you know, one of the things that maybe would get overlooked by some traditional fintech investors, but I think is a really important component of our thesis is embedding financial education and financial literacy within any of the solutions that we're looking at. So, you know, tools that are helping sort of walk consumers through how to make financially responsible decisions and not just giving them, you know, an app or a tool, but saying, this is actually how you should think about using this. This is how you should think about how this fits into your overall sort of holistic financial health to try to empower people to make the right decisions and, you know, keep themselves on sort of this journey of financial wellness versus just giving them a one-time solution that may not meet their needs. And are all of these investments in businesses that have solutions that either would potentially be applicable for use by, you know, CUNA at the parent level or, or for your individual um, credit union, uh, you know, members that you service? So what's interesting is when I first interact with a lot of these companies, some of them are aware of the opportunity within credit unions. Um, some of them, credit unions is sort of an entirely new ecosystem to them. But I think that's part of the value we can add as an investor is figuring out ways to forge partnerships between our companies and either CUNA Mutual Group or the credit unions that we serve. Because I think there is so much alignment from a mission and values perspective in terms of the types of companies we're talking about investing in and then what our company stands for um, in terms of making you know a brighter financial future accessible to everyone and credit unions which are inherently nonprofit organizations that are serving their members and so i know most funds you know whether it's venture or, or pe for that matter you know have something that they consider to be their core you know, value creation strategy, or or maybe they have a couple different value creation strategies where, you know, they think they can bring something extra to the table for their in investments and helping them and increase their chances of success. And so, would you say that's your your primary value creation strategy? Yeah, I would say the the orientation towards fostering connections and um, sort of opening up that channel of credit unions to our companies is definitely our driving value add. And I think we're building programs and communities around that opportunity to help actually build some more tangible connections. So, you know, for example, in the fintech space, Nestor Solari, who's founder at Sego Seguros and decided to, to, to build that company um, based on the experiences of his family. You have any examples from, you know, within your work of, of something similar and, and kind of how that can help drive a company in a different way? Yeah, so actually our most recent investment was in a company called Stackwell, uh, which is led by Trevor Rozier Bird. 
and he is a black man who has spent his career in the financial services industry and has been very successful, but has seen firsthand some of the struggles that his own friends and family members have had with feeling confident about investing and building their own long-term wealth. And so he finally said, you know, I want to do something about this problem. I want to help address the racial equity gap, um, which is, you know, staggeringly wide today and is actually only growing. Um, and it's particularly acute for millennial Americans. So black millennials um, have 17 times less wealth than their white peers. So he just said, you know, I've had enough. I, I want to use my kind of lived experience as well as my professional experience to try to build a solution to address this issue. What do you think it requires for an organization to to really kind of step up to the plate and do something not just to tick the box, but 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 you know, really really show commitment to to a, to a mission and 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 trying to address some of these key issues. Yeah, I've actually been really so impressed and pleased to see how CUNA Mutual has approached the topic of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And it really has been a holistic strategy across the organization. They've said, kind of, let's think about how we can use this philosophy across the company. So not just thinking about DEI from an internal employee perspective, but then looking at our investment portfolio. How can we use DEI as a strategy within the ventures um, arm? And that's where the discovery fund comes in. We're also thinking about DEI and ESG strategies, investing some of our insurance premiums and sort of that, that pool of assets. And then because I think we have been early days successful in some of these efforts internally, we're now actually turning to the credit unions we serve and saying, we would like to help provide some consulting services to you to figure out how to better serve both your own internal employee bases as well as your customers with that DEI lens. Given the, the nature of who you're working for, does it skew more toward sort of seed stage investments or, you know, where are these companies on their on their journey and, and how are you identifying them? Yeah, so I think part of the strategy around the Discovery Fund was to get in really early and help support companies that may not have been ready historically for a ventures investment. So our ventures team focuses on series A and later stage companies, whereas the discovery fund is primarily focusing on pre-seed and seed stage companies. So I think, you know, we're willing to roll up our sleeves and work with these companies when they're quite early in terms of their revenue generation. What particular things might there be that you're looking for you know, is part of your decision to make an investment. Yeah. So, I mean, I think a big part of the investment hinges on the founder and sort of what is their experience? What is their background? They definitely don't necessarily have to be an experienced entrepreneur, but, but I want to see evidence that they have sort of closely touched the problem that they're trying to solve, whether that's personally or professionally. What advice might you have for someone who you know, either wants to get into impact investing or just in general, you know, wants to wants to have greater impact. Don't feel like you have to go switch jobs or completely switch career paths. I think there is a lot of opportunity, like we were talking about earlier, to create, you know, impact from within an organization, within employee resource groups, and thinking about what's an area that you're particularly passionate about and how can you contribute that sort of enthusiasm to the company. All right, great. Well, um, really appreciate your time today. Is there anything 
else that uh, we didn't cover or anything else like the FinTech Forum you would want to mention before we wrap up? No, I think we, we touched on everything. So, um, I mean, I guess just if you can send people to our website, you know, and invite people that if, if there are entrepreneurs out there listening, I would love to hear from them and I, I welcome their communications. Yeah, so we'll we'll absolutely make sure when when we post this that there'll be links, uh, you know, for your you you personally on LinkedIn and then the you know the fund itself. And so again, Elizabeth McCluskey, the director of the Discovery Fund at CUNY Mutual's CMFG Corporate Venture Capital Fund. That's a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much for for joining. It was great having you on. Thank you.